1: What's going on, everybody? Rob Doster here for the Field of 60. Today, we are bringing you another episode in our off- the carousel series where we will be joined by each and every new head coach to the division one ranks. There are almost 60 of them. We're going to be rolling these out a couple of days throughout the month of May and the month of June. So make sure that you subscribe to the channel. And if you like this interview, don't be afraid to tap that like button. That stuff really does help our channel and help our presence on YouTube. It helps more people like you find this content. And since I have you guys here, make sure that you check out our Instagram and TikTok pages. We are going to be pumping out more unique content over there throughout the summer heading into next season. Like, for example, did you know that Penny Hardaway was shot when he was a player in college? I bet you didn't know that. There are more stories like that on those pages. The links are in the description below. So now, without further ado, let's get into another edition of Off the Carousel.
2: Welcome back to another episode of the Field of 68's Off the Carousel Series. I'm Sean Paul, joined by Kansas City head coach Marvin Menzies. Coach, how are you doing? Good. Great. Great. Couldn't be better. So you're back in the coaching. You were out for a couple of years. What was it like being out of coaching for the last two years? Uh, absolutely marvelous.
3: It was It was so fun. <laughs> I can't tell you how much fun I had. We, we traveled, my wife and I, we got a bunch of va- backed up vacation time in and Took our laptop and worked along the way, but uh, we had the office set up in the Caribbean for most days. Um, Mm. But I had a chance to get out and do some things that I wanted to do. Like uh, we started an academy in Africa in Lagos, Nigeria, Mm. uh, academic athletic academy. We um, had a chance to visit with a lot of folks uh, in the basketball world and just kind of do a little consultant, a little advising with some of the younger coaches and then, uh,
2: did a little work with the NABC, just stay busy, you know, just stay mm-hmm. busy and connected. So it, this kind of happened all pretty fast. It seems like Billy Donlin and in the school part ways, you end up being the coach only a few days later. What was that whole process like for you?
3: Well, you know, there's, there's every job has its own set of dynamics, right. In terms mm-hmm. of, why it opened, how fast they filled it, uh, how many candidates they interviewed, that whole deal. So you never can put this transition into a box and say, this is Mm -hmm. what's going to happen. So there Mm were several jobs that I had. I was very selective in my my time out. I just didn't want to get back in to get back in. I wanted Mm -hmm. to be in a good situation where I had the the alignment that we have here. So when this uh, job opened up, it was
2: very appealing to me. So this is a program that has never been to the NCAA tournament, but you as a coach, you've been to several NCAA tournaments during your days with New Mexico state. How do you get Kansas city back to the, or to the NCAA tournament for the first time?
3: Well, similar to what we did before um, Mm -hmm. when we were at San Diego state with coach Fisher, when we took over there, we had only won four or five games. Mm -hmm. I think that first year. Uh, And then we made it to the tournament by winning the, uh, the conference tournament the very next year in the mountain West. And then we went back to the NIT and then they kind of just have kept it rolling from there. Um, same thing at New Mexico state, you know, they had a long drought, uh, Reggie Thies came in and did, uh, did a good job, um, for the time he was there. So I was able to kind of come in on the heels of Reggie and continue the growth pattern. So the, to your the specifics of your question, there's a lot of things that have to occur. A lot mm-hmm. of uh, winning ways, uh, that I call uh, you know championship days, and you got to break them down and, and be able to get better every day. It all, it all comes back down to improvement, improvement as a staff, improvement in communication, improvement in the development of the of the guys on and off the court. I know it sounds cliche, but it but it's true. You know, engaging them in the community is just as important as you know them taking care of business. Uh, you know, when they walk into a, an office and and engage with an administrator or something, it's it's a lifelong. Learner type uh, mentality, but you got to have incremental growth daily. If you don't have yeah. that, then it's it's just tough because other people are passing you by and every time you have a bad
2: day. Somebody else is having a great day. <laughs> Reflecting back during your days in New Mexico stages, how special was it with all the winning you guys did? <clears throat> you know, when you're in the hunt
3: and you're in the battle, whether you're the hunted or the hunter, um, you you're so focused on the task at hand. You know mm-hmm. uh, that sometimes it's hard to really enjoy uh the the fruits of your labor you know Mm -hmm. and so you had asked earlier you know uh what that what was i doing over those that time that i was out well one of them was kind of enjoying going in the garage and shooting pool and seeing trophies and 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 pictures championship banners and stuff you know in the garage you go yeah we did pretty good over there That 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 was a nice little run you know but when you're in it man it's china it's uh it's sometimes it's just relief, you know, when you go into a Hmm. game, you put so much pressure on yourself to win and do, do a great job for the kids. And then, and so when you win, it's like, okay, Hmm. it's not always just, you know, exhilaration uh, that the conference championships, uh, were very memorable. And obviously the conference tournament championships were, were too, you remember those
2: more than anything. Hmm. Is there a certain one that stands out more than others for you? Um, you
3: know, we, we, we had one year where, I think they were all special, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, but we had one year, I think the first time you go, mm-hmm. uh, when you win a conference tournament, um, well, we won the regular season conference, we tied for championship in my first year, but the first tournament uh, championship was one that, it kind of sparks, like, you know, that's your first selection Sunday as a head coach, mm-hmm. and you see all of the. The, the energy and the pride and the excitement in your town. I mean, Las Cruces is a very rich, knowledgeable uh, uh, sports town. A, they love their basketball. They love their Aggies. You know, they mm-hmm. ride or die with them, you know, and and so when you're doing well, you feel the passion coming from the streets of Las Cruces. So that was all just so new to me. It's so exhilarating. I'll never forget the first one.
2: So you mentioned you were selective in picking your next coaching job. What was it about this job that really intrigued you?
3: Well, I think the fact that they hadn't won is actually intriguing to me. I like a mm-hmm. challenge. I want to mm-hmm. be involved with using my previous experience in developing young men, you know, and, and saying, okay, we're gonna we're gonna do something special. You wanna do something different. At San Diego State, when we notched the NCAA tournament in our second, I believe it was our second year. Um, but it was crazy. Like it's San Diego it's the city, of San Diego. And they're, they're just going nuts over their Aztecs, you know, and mm. you realize that what, when they haven't done it in a long stretch, it's even more special. The teams that go every year and they're more concerned with their seating. Uh, it's fun. It's, and it's great, but it's not the same. When you go some do something that hasn't been done before ever in the history of the program, then I think that's going to be more special than some
2: than somebody that goes every year. And we've seen with summit league teams over the past couple of years, Oral Roberts making the sweet 16, a couple of years ago, South Dakota state, they were, you know, a lot of people picked them to beat Providence last year in the NCAA tournament. What do you think this program is capable of being as with you being the head coach? Well,
3: I, you know, I think sky's the limit, but it's going to be an uphill battle because you've got really good coaches in this conference. Mm-hmm. Um, you've got uh experienced coaches, you've got some new uh gunslingers that are excellent recruiters, they're gonna bring in some talent. Um, you've got guys that have built their program and are, and are just, you know, kind of kind of coasting to the finish line. So you're gonna see an, a, a different array of of offensive and defensive schemes. Um I think the, the challenge is going to be getting a familiarity. Um but after that, you know, I think it all comes back down to players and recruiting. If you can get the right guys and program to have the right mentality then you know usually usually it comes back down to players more than it does coaches mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so i think i'll hold my own on the coaching ranks but but i, I gotta get some guys better than their guys mm-hmm.
2: so you spent a number of years under rick patino during your days at louisville before taking the new mexico state job you had to just give one story what's your best rick patino story
3: Okay. Let's see. Well, you broke up a little bit there, but I, I did catch. So it's my best Rick Patino story. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I've got, a have got several, I don't know how many I can do on an actual <laughs> podcast. Though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. One, one that you can share. <laughs> well, let's
3: see, I guess his, his ability to, to motivate. I think the one story that, that is uh PG is, mm-hmm. is um, the man is, first of all, he is an incredible coach, an incredible person. Like he's, you know he owns his mistakes. He he's he's knowledgeable and private, and has so much love for his 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 staff and his family. Um, he really is one of the few coaches in the in the sport, in my opinion, that preaches family and really actually is like super believes it. You know, mm-hmm. um, the story I would say was <laughs> when my wife and I met with Coach on the uh, actual interview. He's like, and he looks at me. and He's like, yeah, you're gonna probably gonna drop drop you by 40, 50 pounds. And you now I'm like, go, coach, you crazy. I got bad knees. Like, he's like, no, you're, you're, you're going to lose 40, 50 pounds. And I was like, all right, let's do it. And, uh, he, he was honest, man. And we were held accountable, we weighed weekly. We had, you know, the the strength and condition of coach workers. And I'll wow. be darned if, if I if I didn't go down to I think I was at 190 no, one uh, 185 or 180. I lost 50 pounds while working. Wow. I put back on about 35. So <laughs> so coaches did weigh-ins too. Wow. Oh, absolutely. On a regular wow. basis. We, we wow. weighed in weekly. So one day, uh, I will tell you one I I won't tell you who the coach is, but one other quick one is he um one of the co- we weigh in in the morning on on Fridays, right? So mm-hmm. we weigh in, and then one of the coaches, my buddy, he he's starving, right? So he gets to get a bite to eat. Somebody must have seen him at the uh, I don't know where we were, Kentucky Fried Chicken or something. <laughs> it's, so when we got to practice that afternoon, goes as soon as he comes in to the gym, he says, "Go weigh yourself again." <laughs> so he's like. He's like five pounds over his, his, his weight. So he had to do a little extra running in the morning, but. Oh man, the, the man that's a the good man's one. Loyal. The man's loyal and he's a great, great uh, friend and, and supporter. So um, I was happy to have some time with him.
2: So let's wrap it up here with your best recruiting story that you've done a lot of recruiting over your years as a head coach and as an assistant coach, what's your, have to pick one. What's your best recruiting story?
3: Whoo, best recruiting story. Um, probably was, I don't know if it's the best, but it was uh, recent, so I can't tell you the, the prospect's name, but I was recruiting a kid internationally uh-huh. and it, it turned out that we were going to have to, you know, fly him from a long ways. We we're going to have to do a lot of, uh, um, uh, here. I'm still trying to get settled here in the office, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of moving parts. So we jump on a Zoom, and, and this is all new for me, recruiting virtually. Uh, mm-hmm. we, so this is we, this year. Yeah, this is just. Well, okay. so <laughs> I've I've got others, but this is the one that comes to mind. Okay. So anyway, so we're on the um, we're on the Zoom, and uh, so we're at the very beginning of this deal. Like like this is our first Zoom. I've got both his parents on, and 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 myself, and we're having the the, the interaction. So we just start, it just became really clear that we were a good fit for each other. Mm-hmm. And it was like things were popping up and they were saying things and I was saying things and that, and it was just, it was like this. And so we're about 35 minutes into it and he goes, uh, excuse me, coach, can I have a minute? So he mutes me and I can see him talking and, you know, to his parents and so forth. And then he comes back on, he, he goes, hey coach, you probably don't know this, but I've done a lot of research on you and I'd like to come play for you at Kansas city. And I was like, so we don't have to visit. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it, yeah, it That's just, different, man. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've never done a zoom recruiting meeting. Like it's just, yeah. <laughs> but it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, so anyway, it was, it, like I said, it was the one that most recent, but I got a commitment on a zoom call like 30 minutes into the call yeah that's a good one yeah really bright kid too and he he said well coach i did my research on you i was like okay (laughs) it worked out great
2: yeah that's a good one for sure that'll do it for this edition of off the carousel the field of 68 i'm sean paul and thanks again to new kansas city head coach marvin menzies for joining me today have a good one everybody